0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James, and I'll be your Game Master. Let's introduce our players.
1: Hi, my name is Molly, and I play Eden, the human sorcerer. My name is Winter, and I'll be
2: playing the elf druid Sariel.
3: My is Amanda, and I play the dwarven bard Galetta.
4: Hello, my name is Eric, and I am playing the half-orc barbarian Sten. Hi, I'm Mark,
0: and I am playing the fighter shieldbear, Guige. And last time, on Sometimes Heroes, you guys approached the city of Hamels Crossroad. It is almost as big as Obelik and in much better condition. You see the stone walls rising in front of you. There is a great deal of construction going on outside the city. And there's also quite a few regions outside the wall that are filled up with colorful, vibrant tents. That's pretty. You guys are all walking the road up to the edge of the city. It is midday. James, were you being
5: facetious? Were those like shanty towns and they're not colorful, vibrant tents? Or is it like there's a circus?
0: No, you can very clearly see that they are army tents. Okay, so none of the above. None of the above. Dang.
1: Oh, so we can't, it's not like a flea market or something fun.
0: No, sorry.
1: Oh, well, that's disappointing.
0: That's what I love to do. That sarcasm.
5: Very, it's very confusing when you DM. I'm going into character now. Well, we have to go through Hamel's Crossroads to get to the Louisville. Um, while there's a lot of cool stuff here, I think we'd want to check out. I'm pretty sure our plan is just to keep on heading through, right?
1: Yeah, although, I mean, we may want to keep our guard up. Remember how Clara was saying that something bad involving drugs is going on oh. around here?
5: Right, 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 right. Remember, so- kids.
1: Peer pressure. Don't give in to it. If someone offers you <laughs> drugs, just say no.
5: Uh, sorry, I like to think at that moment Eden like stopped and started talking to like two shrubs. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I was gonna
3: say, Galena's over in the corner smoking something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Eden was looking dramatically into the middle distance. Clearly, there's a camera out there somewhere. Nice. She's looking straight <laughs> into it.
5: Well, uh, it's a little foggy in my mind, but what did Clara tell you?
1: She said that.
5: Well, just pretend there's there's some
1: there's some drug going around that's so cheap that anyone can afford it, and it's very easy to accidentally take a lethal dose of it.
5: So, what did she want us to do?
1: She didn't say. She just said there's stuff happening. She did not specify what she wanted us to do, if anything, because she and all of her problems in that town, we pretty much took care of that. Yeah, I think the
4: idea is we just get pointed in a direction and fix all the bad things. Yeah, that's how it's gone.
1: The voice of God <laughs> points us in the direction of the next subplot as we make what? our way subplot. across.
5: No, no, no. This is just a crime in agony riddled land.
4: There's no subplots here. That said, if you are a innocent Horrible cat things. or a rat, uh, occasionally watch out. Well, well, not so innocent rat.
5: I reckon we'll just, we'll head into town, stop at the market. There's a temple if any of you want to pray. And what what time of day is it, James? Midday. It's midday. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we could get back on on the road before
0: night falls. Or we okay. just get out onto the road and camp on the road? Oh, all right. I forgot to remind you of one thing. Well, two things, actually, now that I think of it. Was anyone checking the eggs while you guys were traveling?
4: Yes. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I am checking on Googe.
0: I am very I... slightly uncorking that thing. Very slightly. I'm going to say his uh, unstoppering ever so slightly has refreshed the air in there. You know that someday you will have to feed Googe. But he can last for a little while without food. Right, right. What do
1: spiders eat? Just like flies and Pugs, stuff?
0: Flies. Small Other Smaller spiders.
1: <laughs> our guess.
5: fear. Well, if he's if he's no longer a normal spider, then yeah, probably our fear and our you know, doubts. With, that'd be great, man. He's in the perfect spot. Who's been carrying the pouch? Sorry, all have you been carrying it? The pouch of eggs? Ominous eggs?
0: Ominous eggs. Well, I mean they're to Forgive oh.
5: the eggs. They're gross. They're spider eggs, so they're kinda ominous. They're inherently ominous. Right now, it is in Sariel's inventory. Okay. I mean, if Sariel had it, because she and I are both acting as the scouts for the group, I would also
0: be keeping an eye on it. Anyway, to remind you of the way it works, every morning, 1D4 eggs appears in the sack, which the first day, one egg appeared, and the second day, two eggs appeared. (gasps) All
5: right. So, are we on our second shipment of spider
0: eggs, magic spider eggs? Nope. This is third day. Oh, okay, so... I'm I'm asking if you guys fooled around with the eggs on the other days.
1: Well, of course we did. Duh. Just
0: just check those babies. I want free magic. What was our free magic? Uh, Oh, God, this is going to be a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) So either Sariel or Eden, roll Arcana or Nature to find out what those spells were before you just throw who knows what.
1: Okay, I will roll Arcana. And I will roll Nature. I rolled a 14 Arcana.
2: But Sariel rolled a 20 in nature.
0: A natural 20? No. Okay. Uh, with, the, with the... With bonuses. Ye. A twisted unnatural 20. <clears throat> mm. The first day, you know that inside that egg was a spell called Phantasmal Force, which in fact, if you were to cast it on someone, gives them a sort of trippy dream that has actual physical qualities to them. So you could convince them that there is a monster attacking them and that monster could do damage even though no one else can see anything.
5: That's terrifying. That That's is like perfect
0: Googe food if he doesn't eat each every beer. day of my life. <laughs> yes, because googe eats nightmares indeed. So, Wait, does he? <laughs> no. They Maybe. Were just earlier.
3: Yes, anyway, each. My medical assistant is that googe eats nightmares.
0: The second spell was in fact the spell called Skyrite. So you guys could have trolled the skies. Which, just write right with we...
3: clouds or something? hmm If like, you want to draw a penis in the sky... No,
1: no, Uh, no. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) do Surrender Dorothy, but that works too.
0: (laughs) I
4: mean... Remarkably
0: quick time to penis there. Right? It makes sense though. Anyway, I'm curious if you guys did anything with that. And if so, give me the lowdown real quick. I I don't see a, a means for which we could use those...
5: Well, wait, we wait so
1: anyone? the dream one, I know that you said that, for instance, if someone's being attacked in a dream, it could affect them in real life. Does that also apply to good things? Like if someone said, Molly, you just ate a slice of cake or you're eating a slice of cake. Can I taste the cake and then feel full afterwards? I mean, and when I say Molly, I mean Eden.
0: Do you? <laughs> <laughs> it does not specify that good things could happen, but I would say that, yeah, sure. You would nice. feel you would feel full until the spell's effect ended and then you realize that you were still hungry. Oh. Because it's a psychic effect. Oh, so well, I don't
1: know how useful that would be.
0: Yeah, none of those feel rather pragmatic, so you should just be like,
4: okay, well, these don't sound very useful, and we're not fighting anyone, so we don't really need these. I mean, I would definitely, Sten would absolutely be down for eating a phantom cake.
1: Well, can we use the Troll Sky spell just for fun? Not for anything useful, but yeah, we could draw, like, naughty
3: drawings in the sky and laugh would- and then move on with our lives. I was going to say that Galena can, like, shameless plug herself in the sky. Just, Galena nice. the Bard. I was actually... Know, <laughs>
0: <you>. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, actually, That's yeah. a better idea. Mike, be a little more coin at the next thing if you do that. You could yeah. also... Eden could write a message home.
3: Oh, yeah. Something oh. nice, I guess. And
0: okay. you have two, so you could do both. Oh, so... Uh, okay, that's how it that works. works. <laughs> ah.
3: Okay. Actually, can Galena troll Sten? Sure. I have no objection. Okay, I'll, I'll do the cake thing, but then it turns into spiders. But they're harmless.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh that's awful.
3: <laughs> She's still bitter.
0: Hey, but I helped. I thought you were bitter against Geesh.
3: No, no. Wait, why would was... you be bitter against me? I didn't do anything wrong. Oh,
0: oh. I... I know why. Uh, I thought you were bitter about Bogart and Geesh, not uh, Stannin. And... That other lady. Oh
3: no, she's fine with gege She just had that one moment a few days ago where he was ignoring her and she got frustrated because she was trying to like talk to him, but then she got over it. No, she's bitter at at um Sten. And she's a teenage girl. So
1: wait, Spiders It is so Eden is wondering if Galena's anger at Sten has anything to do with a crush, or if it was just because he happened to be ignoring her in that moment. Can I roll insight to see if I can figure it out?
0: Sure. Somebody gave someone a spider nightmare to which you just saw Sten freaking out at this. Well, at first being very happy about the cake he found and then freaking out about how it suddenly turned into spiders. Wait, we're just skipping over the power I ate spider cake? That's what I was saying is if we're playing this out, we have to start with Galena saying, hey, can I use that real quick? And oh then my gosh. Eden, Eden can be confused about like why Galena is angry.
3: Yeah, I. After um, Eden and Sariel explain to the group what the spell is on the spider eggs, Galena thinks for a little bit, and then she sort of takes Sariel aside and asks if she could use one in a harmless way.
2: Sariel is a little bit unsure and slightly suspicious, but agrees.
3: (laughs) That's the spirit. Galena (laughs) uses the spider egg, and she... Casts it on Sten, and she makes this cake appear that looks really delicious. But when he starts eating it, it turns into spiders—harmless <laughs> spiders, but there's spiders nonetheless.
4: Sten sees a cake in his hands, and is you no, know, in the back of his mind is perhaps a little curious as to why a cake suddenly appeared. But really, what is that compared to the
0: existence of cake? Indeed, uh, this is the callback to then there was pie. Sten was actually asked, "Would you eat a cake?" <laughs> Or eat a pie if it magically <laughs> appeared in front of you. This is
4: true. And furthermore, I've also vouched for eating being more important than surviving, right? Wasn't that one of them? Indeed. So yes, I, I, will, I am a
0: man of my word. And I will eat the spider cake. The first bite suddenly out from underneath the cream pours a million spiders onto your face. They don't appear to be biting you, but it is a bunch of spiders on your face.
4: I imagine there's like this one ridiculous moment after the spider's birth forth. The thought, it's still good, comes into my mind. And I take a second <laughs> bite uh, and then recoil in horror and probably roll on the ground screaming.
0: To the rest of you, this appears to be just Galena taking an egg from Sariel, walking over, pointing at Sten. The egg evaporates in her hands and then Sten looks down at his hands, just empty, and starts stuffing his face with this phantom object and then freaks out.
5: <laughs> Sten, are you okay? Do you, do you need my blindfold?
4: The Spider
0: cake!
5: Can I Spiders. try to get my blindfold and put it on him?
0: Sure.
4: <laughs>
5: okay.
0: In before both of us start freaking out, right? Yep. Then there'll be no one to hold Geesh back.
5: Oh, God. This is going to go terribly. Wait till you put it your
6: <laughs> Chaos! The spider oh, so
5: cake man. will destroy us all. Okay, so I rolled a 20 for wisdom as I try to remove my blindfold to help Sten.
0: Mm-hmm. Not crit, but you're able to force blindfold onto Sten's face, and it doesn't seem to help very much.
5: Oh no. I was sure this would help. What are you doing, man?
0: I'm get the spiders off of me. What is Galena doing during all this?
3: She's she's starts kind of she's kind of smirking to herself and then her eyes get go kind of wide. She's like, wow, wait, no, that I'm I'm an asshole. That was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. And she kind of like pretends like she didn't do anything for a little bit.
0: The spell takes about 30 seconds to wear off the spiders suddenly poof into non-existence, Sten, as you find yourself laying on the ground with Gisha's blindfold on your head.
4: What the what the hell just happened? What I'm brushing spiders, like invisible spiders away from me, because I mean I figure the spiders, right? They crawl somewhere. Someone look he's, look he's, me over for spiders. I start if, turning
5: if around. It seems normal Geisha's gonna put back on his blindfold and just help Sten look for any spiders. And he's like, I just there wasn't any spiders to begin with, but I mean I'll look. Where's the rest of the cake? Was,
0: there was no cake? No. Oh, no geesh. Cake. By the way, when you took off your blindfold, you saw not phantom spiders, but a bunch of little tiny puff clouds flying around Sten's head and also a large one that was residing in his hands. There is a very clear connection from these clouds, like a little marionette puppet going all the way to Galena's hand. Damn it. The myriad travelers and farmers, etc., just sort of like wandering around. Yeah, I'll help Sten check for spiders. I'll be like, There's
5: there's no spiders. I mean there were like little clouds, but there weren't any spiders. The hell just happened to me. Am I going insane? No, I I think maybe it's just maybe it was
4: something you ate. Is residual and, spider evil?
5: You hmm. know It's probably because you've been carrying Googe.
4: Googe, he has betrayed me. Probably. I'm gonna take out Googe and, and tell him I'm gonna forgive him this one time. Three strikes and you're out. James, uh, does he look like an old spider? I still love you.
0: Gooch waggles its four limbs at you. Oh, I can't stay mad at you, googe.
5: <laughs> is he still? Does he still look like a weird spider, or is he a normal spider now?
0: For those of you who are not naturey inclined, it's hard to tell. But for those of you that are, you can tell that he looks like no specific breed of spider. So okay. much of an amalgam.
5: And as I help Sten recollect himself, I'll shoot a glance to Glenna, like I know you.
3: Glenna, like she doesn't. She's. The fact that Sten doesn't realize it was her and the fact that he's so freaked out about it and the fact that Geese realizes it's her but doesn't rat her out it makes her feel incredibly guilty and she just kind of hangs Aww. her head. She thought it'd be funny, but... It was uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, she thought it'd be funny and then to her it wasn't because she she caused distress, but a part of her still gets pleasure from that.
0: The question is, did Eden and Sariel enjoy it?
3: Eden
1: would have been sort of watching in horror because she has no idea what's going on.
0: Now the spiders are invisible. Good god. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm not a fan of spiders, and I never will be. I'm tired of dealing with spider-like creatures. I would like to move on to literally anything else.
0: Not my fault this time.
1: Like butterflies? (laughs) Yeah, that'll work.
4: What was Sariel's reaction? Like, every fantasy story has to go through the spider phase, so we've gotten through it.
1: Does it, though?
4: Apparently. It's just the way the world works. What was Sariel's reaction?
2: Exasperation, but since it seems to be harmless, just kind of of watching. Maybe a little amused.
5: Just stand things.
2: Hashtag okay. just end
0: things. So I guess we'll just, we'll jump to the next day now, James. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this day while you're traveling, Eden and Sariel check out the eggs, wave their hands over them, detect the energy inside and determine that it allows you to write with the clouds.
6: Glenna
3: immediately goes, Ooh, ooh, I have an idea.
1: All right. Well, it's all yours. Cause I'm, I don't really have any ideas at this moment.
5: geish will curtly say, what is your idea?
1: Yeah. Uh, nothing that'll get us killed is all I ask.
5: Oh, he's like, no. He's like low-key throwing shade on her, because he knows she did it the day before.
3: Galena sort of uh, doesn't look at Guiche, but she says, um, I just want to put my name up in the sky to get people to come see me in whatever town I'm in next.
5: Well, I mean, if it helps us get more coins, sure. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah, fine with that idea.
3: We can look at it like that, sure. <laughs> um, Isn't there two? Maybe Eden can write home to her parents to let us know that we've that we're okay. If I'm going to
1: do that, I would rather do it by actual letter i don't need the entire world to know oh. what i'm gonna talk with my parents about so i'll pass on that but i was thinking something like for a good time call galena
4: and we were just hey. trolling the hell out of it i like how glenn's like yeah, he's like, oh, that's kind of fun. I don't like that.
3: i mean you're not wrong
0: <laughs> nice <laughs> So, what does Galena throw up in the sky?
3: Galena the Bard coming to a town near you. And then maybe something about, like, how her music is sensational and not like anything else or something.
0: I think you were able to do the initial words, but the rest, it just sort of, like, runs out of power and the egg shrivels away.
3: Sense! Just a couple of letters of what she was trying to write.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you still have one more. Wait, how many do we have? Oh, just
4: We have two. two. I ain't got no reason to do skywriting, so. Thinking. Thinking. Do we want to let her finish her message, then? Really, just wait. Him, I feel like, like there's someone that we forgot about once. <laughs> I know that's broad, but wasn't there someone that we felt bad? We felt Avery? bad about not Avery,
3: Nami, Th- the
4: Nami. Yes, what do we need to tell plate? him? Oh, right, he's dead. Lule, you about forgot,
3: about oh god. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that he
1: died! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: <not> the worst. <laughs> <literally forgot> about. <laughs> I didn't think there was something horrible about me. I just forgot what. Um, well, we could write him something nice, like Look, it's it's only okay because you're good. also an work Well, oh, it was we forgot to go to his funeral or something, right? <laughs> What, what, if I think say, what if we say? What if we attribute
1: some sort of burial rites or something? I think we improv I don't know. It's it's been so long. It's been like two whole days. Was gonna...
4: Well, whatever the case, I think we're all terrible people. So I suggest it. we just write "sorry, Nami," and then pretend that absolves us of any responsibility. for Who knows? Maybe actions. the gods listen to that or something.
5: Who knows? I mean, if you really want to, sure.
4: Let's do it. Give him the eggs so then can
5: feel less guilty about the fact that he forgot he had died.
4: <laughs> or not only that he had
0: died, <laughs> but who he was in the first place. I just had some vague memory <laughs> of forgetting about somebody. So what does Sten write in the sky to absolve himself of guilt?
4: Um, Sorry, and then an awkwardly long space while well, he tries to remember the name. <laughs> me. Um, <dammy. laughs> Nice, which again Nam's wasn't probably. his
0: actual name. <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe wait. What about Nam? Nam-tar. And then and then line out Namtar.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So the day in which you are approaching the town, one more egg appears. Somebody roll some arcana on that nonsense.
1: Wait, I want to roll insight to see. If Galena treating Sten like this has anything to do with maybe a crush or something else, I just I want to see if I can tell.
0: Okay, roll it.
1: I rolled a thirteen.
0: Tell us how Galena feels, Amanda.
3: I, I guess as far as Galena's outputting to Eden's intuition, she just seems very confused and she is frustrated. It seems to have started when the captain was talking to Sten and, and Galena picked up that she was flirting with him and Sten was responding as far as Galena could tell. And then Galena seemed to be like, well, I, I want attention and it is a crush, but Galena's not, not aware of it. She, she's kind of denying it to herself.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know.
0: Sten, of course, is entirely oblivious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No insight rules for Sten. Anyway. We do need arcana rolls for new egg.
1: Yes, okay, here we go. Let's roll... I rolled a 20 in arcana, and... Sariel rolled a 20 in nature.
0: Well then, you guys know exactly what this is. It is a spell of water walking. That you sounds could, useful. You could use it to affect up to 10 people who would be able to walk on any liquid surface up and to including lava. Then again, the lava would still do damage to you because it would be hot.
1: Who wants to do a Jesus cosplay? Me.
0: I'm I'm thinking that'd be great for a getaway.
5: Though I don't know if this Hamel's Crossroads has a lot of water, but still, that's very useful.
3: Let's start some shit near like a lake or something. No, no, how
5: about we don't? (laughs) How about we don't start some shit? How about we just make our way through town? Because we're trying to prevent a war,
0: remember? Oh, right. Right, okay.
3: Galena mutters under her breath, he's no fun.
0: All right. At the gates of this city, passing by numerous tents with soldiers who look bored and grumpy, just sort of hanging around, mostly drinking, you see the gate guards who overlook you and seem to be extra vigilant today. Are you guys doing anything to make yourselves more likely to get through this without trouble? Uh do we think there's going to be trouble?
1: Yeah, I was about to say, why would there be trouble?
0: This well, looks like a this is like an
4: Like a nasty gathering of army or like kind of a fun one? (laughs) Like, does it look like it's like, ooh, the pretty horses and such are about.
0: No, this is the polar opposite of the um, courtyard full of immaculate troops. This is the mismatched bunch of men who are only partially shaved or not shaved at all. Just like some rough boys out there. Oh yeah. All okay. right then.
5: Now I know there's there's tensions because of what's supposedly going on with the Vlovel, but can I roll a history to see what Hamel's Crossroad thinks of elves? Because I'm 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 going to be inclined to make sure Seriel's elvenhood is not showing. Sure. All right. I rolled a 18 in history.
0: So Hamel's Crossroad doesn't have much against elves in particular. They do have things against Vlovel elves. There are what they call high elves, who are those who have been raised in the Avzal society, and then wood elves, who have been raised in the forest. If they see any inkling of tribal tattoos and things like that, they will get very upset. Okay, also Sariel. All right, let's let's make sure
5: you're um make sh- make sure you're not showing. You don't have any tattoos, do you?
2: Yeah, I do.
0: Are they Okay, awesome? well it's it's hidden, right? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, okay. no, it's it's concealed. Good. Right, good. But Sariel is wearing. Furs like the tribes do. Wait, she I is still
2: attached? have that. Uh, the warehouse outfit. Sure if it was currently equipped. I still have that um, set of foreign clothing. Mm-hmm. So if I am not wearing that, let's let's get changed. Put that over the uh the hide armor.
0: Okay, sounds good. Sorry, I'll disguised. She looks less ethnic. Indeed. <laughs>
5: ethnic. I can't okay. think of any other reason. Anything else we need to check? Do do I know if
0: if dwarves are disliked here or orcs? And orcs are disliked everywhere. Well, I mean, more so, uh, primarily because there are so few orcs in this region. They are not particularly disliked mm-hmm. or watched out for. They are more considered a curiosity rather than a direct threat.
5: Okay. Okay. And then usual mutter to Glenna. You met. You know anyone here?
3: Um, I don't think so.
5: Cool. Great. I think we're good.
3: Oh, you're asking because the likelihood of me knowing someone means we might run into someone who doesn't like me.
5: Right, right. So I, I reckon as Sariel was changing into her, her less conspicuous clothes, she was asking Galena. Okay.
0: okay. The guards at the gate look you over and generally just nod in Sariel's direction for a second, exchange some looks, but then shrug and let you guys through. When that you find easy. yourself... <laughs> indeed. When you find yourselves on the streets, there is more construction here. There are several buildings that you can see down cross streets in various directions that are in various states of construction with prominent red banners with what you recognize again as the anvil and sun. Sten
1: recognizes or we all recognize it?
0: Sten recognizes. Sorry.
1: Okay.
5: I just want to say really quick out of character. James, like on the sly, rolled a wisdom check of nine. And I'm pretty sure that was for the guards to see if they noticed that Sariel was an elf. True.
4: So James, as far as Sten knows, this is like a new expansion, right? Like this being a... was It It was limited to like one city when I was there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's kind of far away. Okay. Okay. So he is kind of perplexed by this.
0: I can pretty much safely say that all of you, except for maybe Giege, have been to this city before. And when you look at it, it looks like a fresh coat of paint has been thrown onto everything. Everything just looks nicer and newer.
1: They must have heard we were coming.
0: The question is... What is your guys' general plan? One thing you have to do is buy supplies, even if you are just walking on through.
5: Yeah, like I said, we're going to hit the market, and I'd like to think I can see the temple. Is the temple a big structure?
0: Right, as you pass through the walls, you can see the temple rising above the other buildings.
5: Right, so I figure that's probably near the market, but at the very least it won't be hard to find from the market. So we're going to get to the market, get our goods, and then as needed, just pass through.
4: Though I doubt we'll be able to just pass through. It sounds a little torn between wanting to go to the temple and see if he knows anyone there and also filled with bitterness because he he didn't leave on great terms with this particular temple um but he's definitely while we're in the market kind of peering in that direction
0: okay you go straight down the road towards the temple in the center the city is kind of oriented in concentric rings the city raises as it gets towards the center all right getting a good workout
3: galena's probably playing her loot Not these guys again oh many
1: many monty python cast members
5: for those listening, James has a token with the Burn the Witch scene from the Holy Grail. That's that's what he uses to
0: represent a cluster of peasants. Indeed. As you step into the commons at the center of the town, there is a large stone building. A lot of you have been through this town before. It used to be rather plain and austere, the Temple of Pelar, and now it is just covered in murals and various bas-reliefs and... Two prominent ones next to the door display Pelor looking sternly down, and the other side shows Morden as a human smith, also looking sternly towards Pelor, his hand raised above the door forming the arch. In this square you can see also just numerous stalls set up with colorful cloths providing a small amount of shade. Vendors and peasants both ply their trade trying to sell and barter in the distance you can see a a prominent two-story inn that has a sign of a flying bird facing towards the west in the very dead center of the square there is a fountain with a statue in the center the statue is of a man you do not recognize a man you may recognize but it's a history roll well i'm gonna roll wait i can't piggyback off that 18 i rolled earlier okay i'll let that one ride Giege recognizes this as Emperor Hadrian I. Mm, I wouldn't know that. He was the one who expanded humanity into these lands, pushing the orcs out. And his epic conquest and crusade ended at Zlograda, halted by the Empress of the Avzal.
5: So I'll only share that if anyone asks. I'm not going to be
0: like a tour guide.
1: Hey, Geesh! do you happen to know anything about what oh, we're hush. seeing here? <laughs>
0: Eden, Eden knows more than Geesh about this.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm good.
0: Eden went to school. You know I went them to fancy college. Geesh will say to Eden,
5: do you, we need to get more supplies? I mean, that's the thing we left you in charge of.
1: Oh, am I in charge of that?
5: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Bookkeepings and, and make sure the monies are spent and whatnot.
0: Right, James?
1: Oh, well, if that's my job, I've been doing a terrible terrible job
0: you've been doing an excellent job because you got all the initial stuff for cheap and legitimately you guys spent as little as possible as you could to the journey here
6: oh
1: sweet well done
0: well done saving the day got us free lodgings and free drinks and stuff Mm -hmm.
1: true all right Well well we could get some snacks some more snacks even more snacks than that. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I, I like that. Where you're going. Yep. I don't know. What are we going to need? <laughs> you guys don't have to specifically, you can say, I want to buy supplies for the next day. Legit, the item is called rations.
1: Just oh, play. okay. I want to buy rations.
0: I like <laughs> snacks better.
3: <laughs> I, I, I will probably replenish whatever medical supplies I don't have anymore.
0: Okay. I think you're um, only down one.
3: Wait, didn't my loot strings break at one point?
0: Yes, but you had spares. Yeah. Okay. We'll get more spares.
3: Okay, I'm going to get more spares. That's a good idea, Galena sullenly acknowledges.
4: <laughs> good job,
5: Galena. Look at you role-playing. Well, now that Giege is in the market and everyone else in the market, I guess he sees Eden's going to go get more rations slash snacks. Are there any people here who sell weapons, potentially magic weapons?
1: Why would you need magic weapons? Because, because kill we things all
5: the time. fight a giant spider and I wasn't no, very good at I mean, fighting I, it. No, I,
1: emphasis was on the word magic.
5: Yeah, because I couldn't really kill the spider very well because my sword just went through it.
1: Can For you sure. use a magic weapon? Yeah,
4: it's just a weapon that's magical. Oh, okay. <laughs> it so I guess be like I'm a not as special staff. as I thought. No, well, no, it isn't as cool as the stuff you can do. It's just a Basically,
5: weapon. it would just be a sword and the blade is magic where okay. you can produce like a dozen magic spells. So I would need a physical object to cast magic blade. Slice, slice, slice.
1: <laughs> okay, well, if you find anything... I want to see. I want you to demonstrate.
5: Anyway, so I want to look around for potential magic weapons, James. Okay.
0: Pretty quickly, you stumble upon a stall with what looks like a burly dwarf behind the counter. He has swords and various weapons and crossbows all around him. Hanging above him is a fabulous falchion. It is just gorgeous to look upon. You uh, looking for something?
5: Uh, Yeah. Have you got any um, magic or enchanted weapons?
0: I do, but you don't look like the type who could afford it. He seems to be eyeing your Ouch. clothes. He just chuckles. He's like, wow, that's steep, huh? Yeah, it's something I've been trying to get rid of for a while, but no one can meet my price.
5: Well, I mean, I'm curious. What's the price? I mean, 22000 You are right. Okay. Sir. <laughs> no way
0: I can meet that. Yeah. Lords keep pestering me for it, but then they realize they'd have to sell off their lands to get it. They say well, it belonged to uh, Hadrian's squire. Yeah, that would make it valuable. You and should it can steal it. cut straight through stone, they say. But does the sword have a name, or just just it's known by its previous owner? Uh, I've yet to name it myself. I should. But they say swords should be given their names through combat. And this one is not seen much.
5: Okay, okay.
0: Well, so
4: really, if we fought for it, we'd be
5: doing the sword a favor. Well, I've got some friends, um... I'm going to see if they might be willing to chip in. Thanks thanks for the information. Oh, sure. Good luck. Good luck. I think politely just steps away.
6: Darn.
4: Yeah, it's I'm a lot of gold.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
0: Wait, how much do you have? What do you carry?
1: I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. What's everyone else doing in the market? Galena is buying new strings and looking over some instruments. Geish is pestering a blacksmith. Uh, Sten, what are you up to? I think Sten... While, of course, eyeing the temple, curiously, we'll
4: be looking for some sort of suitable container for (laughs) googe, like
0: very small holes in some sort of jar. You find a glass worker. He doesn't seem to have anything that matches your description, but when you describe it to him, he says, I think I could build that. Shouldn't be more than four gold, I say.
4: Hmm. So glass, though, how strong is your glass? Because I am large
0: and clumsy. Well, I can make it thicker if you need. It just isn't as good to see through. Yeah, this is a... more the thicker it is, you know? It's a spider inside,
4: so it's ugly. So that's fine.
0: Oh, well, I'll, I'll blow the glass extra thick when you
4: need it. But do spiders need light? Probably not, right? They're spiders. No, no sure they don't need light. Um, not
0: that I'm a
1: biologist or anything.
0: Uh, how, how soon uh, can you make it? Uh, if you are willing to throw in an extra coin, I could have it by tomorrow morning. That sounds fantastic. So five, then. Yes. Sounds great. a Huge right. new home. As you finish that transaction, you see behind you Geesh talking to a stout dwarven smith who has above his stall a little tiny banner of an anvil and a sun. All right. Sorry, What are you up to?
2: Uh, I want to say sorry. probably just shadowed Geesh when he went to talk about magic weapons.
0: Okay. So Geesh has some backup.
2: Ye. Would it be possible to uh? See if I can tell if there actually is any magic in that ridiculously priced. What was it like a sword?
0: Sure. Roll an arcana.
2: I double clicked, but we can just take that first roll, uh, which was a 10.
0: Uh, sad. That is very sad. That critical just begging for it. I was going to have to tell you its whole story, but no. <laughs> you can tell that it is magic and may even be able to do the things he boasted about, like cut through stone.
2: Oh, snap. So even with a low, low roll it's a pretty pretty obviously magic or is my role just so garbage that i like it's like with bogart's dagger all over again
0: (laughs) no it's bogart's dagger was a critical fail i believe
2: i think so yeah
0: which 10 is a minimal success okay but this is pretty obviously magic and very old almost as old as you
2: oh so pretty pretty old
0: actually Uh, i'm sorry much older than you how old is how old is she you can ask her yourself that's rude oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, Um, I didn't see you there. Giege, as you turn around to notice Sariel peering over your shoulder, you see behind her a man peering over her shoulder, sort of inspecting the side of her face, craning his neck to try to get a better look without getting in front of her. He will say, can can I help you, sir? He startles and says, oh, no, no, I'm good. Have a uh, good day. What were you doing? Looking at my friend for? He starts to walk, sort of goose-stepping away. And pulling a map out of his pouch, he is a sort of wiry looking dude with patched clothing holding a massive backpack. He just has a ton of scrolls in various slots. He is looking at a map of the town with a bunch of ink marks on it. Okay,
5: um, what would I roll to try and get his lowdown? Just to get a read off of him. What kind of read? Like, if he's up to no good, if he's just some goofball who's like, Oh,
0: look, a person who looks kind of weird. Let me go stare at them. Sure, roll insight. Okay really 16 in insight. He certainly didn't have any uh malign intent, but he was very clearly interested in Sariel and seemed to know what she was. Eh, can't hurt no one, I don't care. Okay. He stalks off that way and disappears into the crowd. Eden, as you are buying some dried foods and various nuts and snacks for the travels ahead. Are there you-
1: plums anywhere?
0: Plums? Sure.
1: Because plums are delicious. I will, for just, you know, just for fun, doesn't have anything to do with the story, just buy a plum and enthusiastically consume it.
0: Whoa, role playing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This will totally be important later, not really. I think Galena will follow suit because that plum actually looks pretty damn good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Eden, I want you to make a perception check. Okay. As you're enjoying the juicy plum.
1: Eden rolled a 10 in perception.
0: Eden feels someone bump up against her, and then a young woman's voice say, excuse me, and then she walks off into the crowd. She has a brown cloak on. As you see just her feet moving away, she is wearing some fabulous sandals that do not match the rattiness of her cloak. Uh,
3: (gasps) Have I been pickpocketed? James, I'm there too. Can I roll perception?
0: Galena, this is a very crowded area, and you're a couple stalls away, so you do not see this.
3: I thought I was with Eden getting plums.
0: Okay, I guess so. All right, so you already got your music strings, and what to not roll a perception also.
3: Galena is also enjoying her plum next to Eden, and sees this weird exchange, and rolls a 16 perception.
0: You see, in addition to her walking away and her fine sandals, a flash as she tucks both a scroll case and a knife into her robe.
3: Is that mine? Eden, um, I think you've just been pickpocketed. Let's go follow that girl.
1: James, have I been pickpocketed? Is my scroll missing? Is my dagger missing?
0: As you check, your dagger is still there. That must have been her dagger. But you do notice that the scroll case in which you were given the terms of surrender is gone.
1: Run after her. I mean, I'm going to run after her.
0: Okay. (laughs) Son of a... Wait, do I see any of this? You do hear a commotion and see just glimpses of Eden and Galena running through the crowd. I'm going to run after them. I like those people.
3: I'm <laughs> Galena's just eating her plum while she's running after <laughs> <laughs> Priorities.
4: Yeah, it's a plum. It's delicious.
3: So she's like a foot behind, but she's keeping an eye on the woman. It's
4: your
0: tiny, tiny dwarf legs. Indeed.
3: <laughs> it's kind of sad.
0: <laughs> okay, so you guys start running. I want everybody who's involved in this chase to roll athletics. But real quick, right before this happened, Giege turns to Sariel and says, what? Because he saw the guy who was leaning close by. He's like, check your pockets. Do you have everything? Did he take anything? Oh. Uh... Sariel, you do a quick pat down and check of the external pockets and find that everything is in order.
2: No, I still have all my stuff.
0: And I have all my stuff, right? Yes. Okay.
2: James, did I recognize that dude?
0: No, absolutely
4: not. Okay. Okay, I'd just like to go on record saying I thought for sure this was going to be the time that Sten saves the day.
1: Wow, he rolled a critical failure even with a bonus of seven.
4: Yes, athletics is my thing. Like, literally, (laughs) of all the things, that is the one. And I rolled a critical failure. Eric. Eric. Yes? Leaky foot. Oh, that is... Whoa, whoa. Deep. Leaky foot. She was right.
1: Uh Wow, is that a prophecy?
4: No. (laughs) Uh, Winter, (laughs) I deeply respect whatever power it is you have in that brain of yours.
2: (laughs) Observation. Crazy, crazy elf observation.
3: (laughs) So um, Galena ends up rolling a 20, even while she's trying to eat her plum while following the woman.
1: Eden rolled a 16 in athletics.
0: What about Giege? As both Giege and Sariel also see this. It is not subtle as you hear people yell and protest as people start shoving through them at breaknet speed. You also see Sten knock over a guardsman. Uh at that point,
5: Gij is gonna start to take a few quick steps backwards, like he's beginning to jog backwards. And he says, Serial, I think they're need our help, huh? Most likely. All right, so I guess Gij and Saryl also give chase. Would
4: you like us to roll athletics? <laughs> oh no <laughs> What now? What now, Winter?
2: I'm definitely getting arrested here. <laughs> uh Sariel rolled a one in athletics. <laughs> At least I don't have a seven bonus, okay? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sariel and Sten hijinks in Sue. rolled a 23 in athletics. All right, guys, so this is how this plays out. First, Galena and Eden start running, pounding after this slight figure in a tattered brown robe. The rest of the party sees this happen and starts to follow in pursuit. Giege, Sariel, and Sten all catching up without too much effort as eden and galena are not the most physically adept people but right when you guys catch up and get around to the same place sten runs headlong into a guardsman knocking him down and sariel trips over that guardsman slamming into eden resulting in a four-person pileup that will take you guys out of the race for a minute as you explain to this guardsman why he should not arrest you both Guige and galena are still in hot pursuit though
3: galena's eating the plum faster
0: As is needed in these situations So down a slightly dark alley But well camped and clean Are there any durians nearby? There are no durians nearby Ah, Only plums, it's plum season, not durian season anymore But those don't hurt if I throw them at people Sure they do Anyway, you guys find yourself running down a narrow alley After this slight figure with fancy shoes What do you do to increase this chase?
3: Stop! Run faster? With a mouthful of
5: plum Can't you play something to make her trip?
0: Or oh. something. I don't know.
1: I want to pick up something and throw it at her.
0: You're not there. Okay, well, so Eden is part of the four-person pile-up.
1: Oh, oh well, I still want to
3: throw something at her, but I just can't. I guess
0: you throw, is- you lob something real high, and you hope it hits somebody.
3: <laughs> is there any puddles around, or do I have like a canteen? I probably have like a canteen, right? Mm-hmm. As how far behind am I to her?
0: Um, let's say twenty, twenty-five feet ish.
3: Okay, so I've got, um, let's say I I finish basically my plum and I chuck it the pit over my shoulder. And then I, as I'm like surprisingly sprinting along very well, I uncork my canteen or my flask at my hip. And I make a gesture with my hand and a bunch of water snaps out of it. And she aims for the back of the woman's head to snap against the back of the woman's head.
0: So, Galena's able to keep up, mostly because she's running under the crowd. <laughs> as you step into an open alley and see that you have a clear shot, you take out your canteen of water and try to water whip her? Yep. Okay, roll an arcana.
5: At that moment, I'd like to say that Kishko's goes crazy pirate magic.
0: Actually, roll a performance. Sorry.
3: Glenna rolled a 28 performance.
0: The water slaps the back of her hood, knocking it off as the water pulls into gaps between the thread and poles. You see... Two tiny horns among a bush of red hair as she continues to run, turning around the corner.
5: Hmm. Okay then. Well, I see what Glenna's trying to do, and I shuffle my sling out of my coat and I get a and I get one of my
0: choice stones ready. You didn't grab the pit as she threw it over her shoulder.
5: Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I grabbed the pit. <laughs> yeah. So, so when she chucks the pit, I'd like to think because she's so short, it just like came up within eye range of me, and I just snatched
0: it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> don't be mad wait what (laughs) she said hey to you commenting on she's short she's a dwarf you're a dwarf this this is what you is
3: no i'm proud i'm proud i'm the shortest one in the group
5: yeah no one else could say that and i guess i'm gonna just load the pit into my sling and i'm gonna chuck it at her i'm gonna aim for the girls uh this woman's legs it's in the hopes that i might be able to trip her and make her fall down and i don't want to render her unconscious or Give a percussion because I might want information. Okay, make a sling attack. And I'm also going to add precision to it. That is an ability I have as a fighter, right? Uh, Yes, I think so. That applies yep. to ranged weapons as well as melee. Um, it just says add a 1d8 to your hit dice before the result of the attack is declared. Okay, do it. So I roll the 10 for the sling, and then with the 1d8, I got a 6, so it's 16.
0: Okay, right as you do it, twirling the sling around your head, you get another clear shot and fling it at her legs. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm trying to trip her she jumps into an almost pirouette and attempts to looks like what she's attempting to do is kick the pit out of the air as it's coming towards her but it strikes her in the ankle and she crumples to the ground (laughs) nice go team she gets to her feet before you arrive pulls out the scroll case opens it and puts her fingers on the wax and says you stay back or i'll open it As you can now see her face, maybe she's 14? She has two small doe horns on the front of her head amid a mop of red hair that is tied up in a loose bun behind her. Gigi will say,
5: what do you care about our friend's message to her parents?
0: Uh, hmm. That's the one you're going with? Message to her parents? You know she's going the wrong way for that, right? That's what it is. He's he's bluffing hard. He's like like he knows
5: it wouldn't there's a magic doodad going on with it, but he doesn't want to give all that away. Uh let me roll okay. Roll Deception. Yeah. I rolled an eight.
3: Okay. Uh Galena's taking out her pan pipes while he's talking to her.
0: She laughs, aristocratic
3: <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
0: laugh before uh, yes. snapping her head back, looking at Galena and saying, Don't try it. Or what? Or this she like brandishes the scroll again.
5: So really quick, James, because I'm kind of hazy on it. How did the ring work with the scroll?
0: If you try to open the scroll without the ring, it will burn it. It oh, will I th- self-destruct. I thought they said that they would know if someone opened it, not so that it would get burned. If you open it with the ring, they'll know you opened it. Okay. They may not know if it just blew up, but they never mentioned if they had put a tracer on that or not. Okay. So you should be like, all right, lady, what, what's, what's your deal? What, do you, what, do you look, what are you out for? She looks thoughtful for a second and says, I'm here to help you.
3: It sure doesn't look like it. Can Galena roll intimidation? She's getting kind of mad.
0: Okay, and you're brandishing what she clearly recognizes as a instrument of magical mayhem.
3: Well, um, if she knows that I'm a bard and that I can use it for magical mayhem, then sure. There's an edge to Glenna's voice presumably if she rolls well, when she says, it sure doesn't look like you're trying to help us. So she rolls intimidation. Okay. She rolled a 17.
0: She looks up at you and and looks around, looks to the sides. You can see this sort of running through her mind that the likelihood of her getting away is not so good. And she says, I don't think you'll do it. (laughs) She will. As you are having this conversation, the rest of you catch up.
1: Give me back my stuff.
0: Oh, good. You're the one I want to talk to. Call off your dogs.
1: If you wanted to talk to me, you could have just talked to me. You didn't need to take my stuff. May I please have my um, item back? When
3: the girl says dogs, Galetta starts growling.
0: (laughs) She smiles nicely at you. Uh, Or maliciously. It's hard to tell.
3: I feel that. What do you want, money?
0: No, I just want you to do your job better.
1: I don't have a job. I am unemployed.
0: Really? Why do you have a missive from the king then?
1: Uh... Okay, so maybe I'm not totally unemployed.
0: Because the way I heard it, you are the ones that are trying to stop the war. Am I right?
1: Maybe. Says who?
3: What war?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even the peasants have heard about it now. Anyway, I have some people who tell me things, and I heard that you were the ones that were planning on stopping all this. And I'm here to help. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't talk in the square. It would have caused too much of a hubbub, you know? She points at her horns.
1: Who are you,
0: James? Mm-hmm. Galena has the ability to sleight of hand, right? Yes, but that is determines on you getting close enough unnoticed to someone uh, to sleight of hand. Uh, okay then. Pro tip: oh.
3: it's it's not great. It's
0: not, it's not a great sleight of hand.
3: Not really.
5: Okay then, I'm going to say that what's what's everyone's orientation with in this setup? There, I guess there's me Street. and Galena in the front, right? Yes, thank you, thank you, mom, <laughs> thank you for the humor. What's everyone's orientation within this alley? Well, How are we lined up? I, I imagine you, Galen, you and Galen and I are, Galen are in the front.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, you got there first. I would be attempting, if there's any room, to kind of push my way in between you. Not so that I'm ahead of you, but so I can get a clear view of our thief
5: friend. I imagine what, Saril is in the back?
0: You can and arrange he, yourself sort of however you want to, but I assume that Gage and Galen are in the front. Right. So let me just use one of my, uh, I guess, my feature, right, James? Improvise. Okay. Speaking of which, Guiche has a new feature now because the one we gave him initially doesn't really help him ever. So (laughs) his new feature is Improvise, which allows him to look around wherever he is and find things that could be used as a weapon or a distraction or something like that. There is a very tall, rickety pile of boxes next to her Mm -hmm. that could be pushed to possibly obstruct or fall on somebody. But other than that, the alleyway is free of detritus and is about 10 feet wide. And I'm not near the pile, right? Not particularly. Okay, it's then. It's closer um, to her than
5: it is to you. And and Sariel, where are you in relation to the rest of us?
2: Uh, I guess just slightly behind uh, Gish.
5: Well, okay. Now that I know this, I'm going to wait for my next opening to talk, and then I'll, I'll, I'll
0: start to choreograph what I'm doing. Okay. She continues to say... If you're the ones trying to stop this, you're not helping with this, she waggles the document between her fingers. Have you even read it?
1: No. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, um, maybe.
5: Gish takes off his hat in frustration, which the group probably knows is a sign that he's acting out of character. And we'll say, what do you mean? Have we read it? And as he's engaging her in conversation, he starts to edge slightly to the right so that his body would obstruct between him and the boxes okay and that sounds whether, like a performance whether galena or serial acknowledges and, and go with it sure
3: i can roll perception to see if i realize what he's doing
0: no it's it's assumed that is if he's doing something well if he rolls well you guys notice i rolled a 13 performance she eyes geesh suspiciously and backs further down the alley away from the boxes curses she says again you are not doing your jobs well well, then what's on it? How, do How you would do you even time? know? I told you I have people who tell me things. That's all you need to know. Don't worry about it. That doesn't help us. Do you even know who I am? No. No, I don't.
3: Are you related to that other lady with horns that I've seen?
0: Oh, right. You've met Kui. Quee, yeah. Yeah, she's my oldest sister.
3: Oh. Oh. Cool. She says, kind of, no, she just says, oh, that's all she says. Gasp.
0: Isn't she the worst? <laughs>
1: No, Ugh. she I mean, was a little weird. Uh, yeah, she she is totally the worst. Can I have my stuff back?
0: <laughs> she looks to you and says, only if you read it.
1: I don't think I'm supposed to do that. So? Well, they'll know that it was read if I read it.
0: It also will it burst into flames.
1: Yeah, that no. too. It can only be opened once, right?
0: It will only burst into flame if it's opened without the ring. Oh, I see, I see. You won't be able to reseal it is the problem is. It'll just be an open scroll okay. So both the people you're taking it to and the people you take it back to will know that you, at some point during the journey, read and perhaps adultered it. You know? Adultered it? Wrote something on it. Oh, okay. Changed the the wording or signed a name or something like that.
5: Right. How? So how would you expect us to read this without alerting them or destroying it or
0: anything else? Who cares else? if they know? They're playing you. My sister's playing you. How so? You go. You deliver unreasonable demands that even if they did acquiesce to, they can't control the people who are attacking you. Why would they... I mean, the only thing this does is make the Vlovale more likely to start the war before we even attack.
1: But why? Because, I don't understand. Guy.
0: Okay. She puts her fingers to her temples and rubs them as if she has a, the worst headache ever and says... I tend
1: to do that to people, sorry.
0: My mother wants this to happen. Quee is in charge of making it happen.
3: Why does Queen want a war?
0: Eh, she doesn't really need the war, but that's the best outcome. Anyway, it's not really something you guys need to know.
3: Could we maybe
1: go someplace indoors and private to talk about this? This is... I just don't think talking here in this alley outside is the best idea.
0: Sure. Do you want to come to my room?
1: Uh, sure. Guys, are
3: you, are you okay with that? Um... Okay, yeah. but I'm keeping my panpipes out and you should give you the scroll back to Eden.
4: But me and Sariel did finally catch up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys just are okay. unnaturally quiet. Okay, but I didn't understand when I entered the scene so so at some point I was like, I'm definitely here right now, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what to pipe up.
0: Um, but yes, I'm absolutely fine with accompanying her. Okay, she turns on heel and starts walking in a loose loop back Wait, to the inn. But didn't, but didn't we
5: say that we wanted the scroll back before we follow her?
0: Did you say that? Did you say that? That's I don't think Corona we said that. that. Sounds like a good yeah, idea. I,
3: I said, yeah, I said that.
0: She turns to you and says, fine, as long as you promise to read it.
1: Fine, just hand it over, please.
0: She tosses it to you.
1: I catch it, I assume.
0: hmm It's not very hard. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't trying to make it hard to catch. Anyway, she leads you in a small roundabout way back to the inn you saw from the marketplace and walks in sort of boldly before she enters the open air where anybody else could see her. She redons her hood. She does appear to just stand out even at the most cursory inspection because she has a purposely ratty cloak with a very, very nice belt and very, very nice shoes.
2: While we're walking, can Sariel see if she knows anything about this person since she's a former resident of that, that kingdom?
0: Sure. Roll a history.
2: Sariel rolled a 16 in history.
0: This is a daughter of Aramain. Again, these are the figureheads of the Avzal Empire's power. They ostensibly don't have any position in government, but they are considered to be agents of the Empress's will. This one is clearly not of the same stock as Cui was, as Cui was like pearl-skinned and dark black hair and eyes, whereas this one is bright ginger hair and little tiny doe horns instead of sharp... Trio of horns, although it may be just because she's younger. Who knows?
1: I like how you labeled the bathroom Lords and Ladies.
0: Quality.
5: Okay, so we'll sardine into her room.
0: She walks into the back of the inn on the first floor and opens a door with a small key before stepping in and throwing herself up to sit on a bed, pushing her back into the corner, sort of nuzzling up with a pillow.
1: I'm going to stand by her. It, in, especially now that I know she's only fourteen, geez. I'm going to stand by her, intimidatingly, as if to say, "If you get up and run, I'm going to chase you."
0: Okay, roll intimidate.
1: righty Uh, it's a ten. Not amazing.
0: She looks up at you and chuckles a little bit. You know, my mom is a demigod, right?
3: Um, yeah, that's that's a thing. <laughs> Why are you bent on stopping the war when your mom wants the war?
0: Do you know how hard it is to get your mom's attention when she yeah. runs an empire?
3: <laughs> Not when she runs an empire, but I can relate on a level. I could imagine.
0: No, she I can't n- say that I know. She nods somberly to Galena. Sisters, in spirit. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Galena stuffs her panpipes away.
0: So, scroll. Open it. Chop, chop.
5: Uh, <sighs> can- hand me the scroll. Eden, let me see if I can read it. I shall hand it, it to you. So what does the scroll look like, James?
0: The scroll looks to be about, you know, 20 inches of parchment that is wrapped up with a wax seal on it with a little cloth coming out of it from underneath. Mm. So it's cylindrical? Mm-hmm. Mm. Am I able
5: to peek in on the side and am I able to read it from there?
0: You're able to catch a few words. It looks like a legal document. Lots of flowery prose and ridiculously, like, calligraphied ink.
5: Okay, 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 okay. So, it's magic, right? There's a magic seal on it. Like, Saril and, and Eden, Uh, you should maybe take a look at this. And, Sten, pick me up. I'm going to try and look at this without my blindfold. Maybe I can get something off of it before we go and destroy it and completely screw the pooch. Did you say pick Why me up? Why would you
0: destroy it? The seal.
5: Destroy the seal.
0: Oh. Wait, well, you say- you're going to have to destroy the seal.
5: Yeah, pick yeah. me up.
4: Pick you up. Pick like, not hold you, but literally lift you into the air.
5: Well, I mean, yeah. It'd be better if you pick me up that. Or just make, sh- just, just, just make sure I don't run around and hit someone.
4: I don't know. Um, yeah, apparently you do have to ask me twice, but only twice. And I will absolutely pick you up. I will indeed pick Giesha up.
5: You two were pretty good at, you know, diffusing those bombs.
0: Okay. As Eden and Sariel look at this scroll, this young girl pulls out a fine jade comb and begins combing out her bun, just sort of looking at you guys impatiently.
1: Just nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. Well, I rolled a 10 in Arcana.
0: These kinds of seals can't be broke. All right. <laughs> Unless you knew how they were made.
1: Gotcha. Sariel has a little bit of experience with
2: with documents and magic. Uh, she rolled a 17 in Arcana.
0: So you know how wax seals are done with a stamp? Mm-hmm. Basically, you need that stamp to unseal it without burning it. But they gave you a key to do that. So the only way to open it is with either the key or with the, the original thing that made it. So
1: you're referring to the ring, right? Mm -hmm. The One Ring.
0: Saral, just explain this to us.
5: Yes. Okay. And and what about the ring? Does the ring look like the same imprint as the thing as the seal? It looks a little bit off.
1: I mean, we already know what the purpose of the ring is.
5: He smiles as Saral. He's like, "I have an idea. Don't open this until I look at it, though. Until I look without my blindfold." Okay. He's he's gonna like a little. He's a little embarrassed because someone in the room who's. Not seen without his blindfold is there, but he's going to do it anyway. Take a
0: peek. I'm going to roll
5: for my wisdom check.
0: roll the 13. You manage to stay in the moment. You see the seal looks like it expands out in a large sphere around the scroll about two feet, making a runic sphere around it. You can see that there is a thread going off into the distance south of you where it is likely connected to something. Dang it. The room is full of random drunk people stumbling around. The young girl, when you look at her, appears to be just radiating something. You're not exactly sure. It looks like when you squint at a streetlight at night. Uh, she's not smelly. Maybe she's smelly. Uh your nose doesn't tell you she's smelly at least.
5: All right then. I push back up the blindfold and I write down I quickly write down what the room looks like for Eden and Sariel. I'm like, okay, uh, oh, Maybe it we can't do what I was thinking. Infinitely complex. Oh, geez Louise. Then I don't write down the maroon. <laughs> okay. Well, I had an idea, but from what I could tell, it's like the magic is really big around it. I was gonna say we could cut the paper around the seal so that we don't break the seal, have most of the partial document to read, and then Eden, you can just mend it back to the paper that's still sealed. Ah. Would
1: that work?
5: I that, I don't know. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of magic around it that goes out a wide way. I mean, we can try maybe tearing a part of it, just a c- little corner. I, mean, I don't think I, we'd get in trouble for that.
1: At least a couple of us have knives slash daggers that might be better than trying to rip it.
0: You could tear the paper, but you've got to realize where the seal is, there's writing.
5: Right. So we'll have only a partial message. We won't have the full message.
0: The point better of this paper it. is, is you need it. What? What? what (laughs) she does the rubbing of the temples again this document is designed to lead you into a trap if you know what it says maybe you can avoid the trap but maybe you need it to be complete maybe you need them to sign it but maybe you can find out a way to make that possible
5: look i know you don't like your sister but you're kind of doing what she does
4: with the whole talking in circles yeah it's super i'm confused
0: i like this
4: plan
1: Let's just open it.
4: Just straight up?
1: We're, we're, we're never... Well, I'm, I'll put the ring on so that it doesn't burst into flame.
4: He throws his hands in the air. He's like, whatever.
1: We're never going to know if we to it. I've already got brain
5: problems.
4: <laughs> I mean, speaking as someone who once like, threw an evil rat at someone in the hopes of it somehow turning out well, I'm cool with opening it. My name has no
5: stake in, in Obelix, so just if you if you know this might have blowback on your parents and you're all right with that, even then...
1: It's a risk I'm not willing to take. I mean, walking into a trap is a risk I'm not willing to take. Okay. So I'm going to dig for the ring, put it on, and then what do I do? Just touch the seal to the ring?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The wax melts off and lands in a little puddle on the floor. It seems none of it has stayed on the paper at all. No residual wax.
1: All right. Let's let's read this sucker.
0: Okay. You open it up and begin to read it. I want anybody who does this to make a history roll- to comprehend all the legalese in it. Okay. <laughs> Else, well, why not? Still, try a history roll.
3: I got gu- I guess Galena will just for the hell of it.
5: So, of course, of course, the most bookland person has like the best history roll. Well, she's
4: also ancient. Well, right. she's also no. no tied. Sorry, sorry.
1: She's she's tied with me for best uh, history bonus, but she rolled significantly better than me. Eden rolled a thirteen, despite mm-hmm. having a five bonus.
4: Gis <laughs> rolled an eight.
0: I'm not from around these parts. Then rolled a 10. So, you know.
1: Galena rolled a 15.
2: Sariel rolled a 24.
0: So as you guys pile around the desk in the corner of this room, splaying out the not super long document that is, for some people, just the handwriting is too hard to read as it is so filigreed and fancy. But to most of you, you just can't comprehend. They're referring to other laws as reference for what they're talking about, and things like that. But Sariel understands most of it, as the laws they're referencing are Avzal laws. And this is clearly penned in Kui's hand. Her demands are relatively reasonable. They include re-establishing the possible truce that they were going to call that involved reasonable logging, There is a caveat in that this will be overseen by a third party, of course, the Avzal, for a nominal fee. The real breaking point you find in this is that it calls for the cessation of all aggression by both sides. And this includes both the residents of Wodenkirk, who are currently in Villevale territory, logging, and the Ashbound Druids, who are currently, as so far as you know, not under the control of the Vlovale Coalition. It also declares that the armies of the Avzal and Oblik will cross into their territory on the 1st of the following month if these demands are not met. So Ariel, do you tell us this?
2: Yes, Ariel would break that down as as neatly as she was able, just kind of pointing out parts and uh, explaining as best she can.
1: Okay, this might be a stupid question, because we might have talked about this before, but the two groups that you referenced. I think one of them, you said they were logging, and then there was some other group. Who who are those people, and which country do they belong to?
0: First of all, the Ashbound you have been dealing with since the beginning. They are the, the rogue elven druids who are against any even overture of peace.
1: Oh, so that would not include Sariel?
0: No. Okay. Sariel is in fact the one who knows that the Villa Vale is certainly not behind them. Gotcha. The Wodenkirk situation is something only Geish has been made aware of recently as Bogart mentioned it. Yeah. So I guess
5: at that point, I'll then relate to them, the information. But I'll be like, it did come from Bogart. I mean, his, his information is usually pretty good when it's not him trying to cash in on something.
1: Could you remind yeah. me what it was? Like what he told you?
5: Yeah. So they were trying to log. The logging operation went quiet. It's They said everyone had died. And all of a sudden, people were coming out. Alive and things were supposedly continuing as normal.
1: Ah, oh, spooky! S-
0: see what I'm talking about? No, it doesn't actually. matter what. It doesn't matter whether this document gets through or not. Neither side controls the aggressors. What do you mean neither side controls the aggressors? The Velovale coalition does not speak for the Ashbound. Right. The Council and Oblik don't speak for the people of Wodenkirk, who, last I heard, were dead. Do you see the problem here? She no. does.
3: <laughs> I really don't.
4: We're the worst diplomats.
3: Galena's just kind of <laughs> nodding sagely, but she doesn't really understand. She's just like, okay, I guess that makes sense to me.
2: We're being asked to negotiate peace between two parties when it's two completely different parties who are causing the
5: issues. I don't understand what there would be to gain from that. I mean, yeah, that, that besides, part I get.
4: I, yeah, I'm. I'm besides,
5: besides setting up terms of agreements that just cannot be met. But no neither group can be held responsible. It would just make no sense. Unless what is the
0: Avsall trying to draw up some sort of non-winnable situation just to give himself an excuse? She puts her finger to her nose and points at Gijge. If the war happens, we win. If the war doesn't happen, look, we've run ourselves into this. A nice little trade agreement. My eldest sister's savvy, if nothing else. Okay. Sten pick me up again.
5: I'm gonna take a look and see if our breaking the seals had any effect on it. And I never put you down.
4: No, you did. (laughs) Okay, I'll pick you up again. Okay, I rolled a six for
0: wisdom, so this is going to be a little embarrassing. Oh, God. Strength check incoming. (laughs) Uh, It's not that bad, no. Giege simply falls asleep in your arms (laughs) and snores there. Oh, so sweet. He just flops limp. There, there, little guy. The girl chuckles and says, I can tell why she chose you. You all smell Good.
1: What? I mean,
3: I, I guess Thanks. that's a compliment. Thank Galena, you. Galena, please try to wake me up. Can Can I
2: tell what she means by that? Is that a thing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Based on Galena's recent camaraderie with Gees, she she feels like he doesn't want to be asleep right now. Out of character, Mark is whispering at me. <laughs> so she just walks over to Gees and slaps him a couple of times. Ew.
0: Do you put the blindfold back on first? Yeah. Okay. Keish awakens. What? what you have smelling salts? He says, as he wakes up. <laughs>
3: Galetta just walks uh. away chuckling.
5: <laughs> it's more fun that way. Did the job. I really need to look at that document later to see if it's affected the magic that I saw the first time though. Wait, can I put you down now? Yes. Okay. Why? I, I figure if that. she slapped me in the face, I had to have been put down unless you were squatting and like
4: sitting me on the floor. I was definitely holding you while the slapping in the face was happening. So whatever
0: angle needed to be uh, so achieved.
3: Okay. when jumped. (laughs) Hop, slap.
0: Anyway, that's not even why I'm here. But I figure if I can throw a wrench into two people's plans, that's even better. So if you could go deal with the Ashbound and deal with the people at Wodenkirk, that'd be great.
1: Now we're getting all political again.
0: Hey, this isn't politics. This is family. It's it's just
2: political enough to set us on a course to to beat things up. We're fine.
0: (laughs) Anyway, you guys can get out now. I uh,
3: I'm still confused. Will you be safe here on your own? Are you planning on heading back?
0: Oh, my bodyguard's here. Don't worry about it.
3: Okay. Your bodyguard?
0: Yeah, he's a little upset that I told him he had to stay back on this one.
5: He's gonna take out his his small notebook and he's gonna hand out. What do I use? Do I use charcoal or a pen, James? I use I think I use that in your pen. Okay. And I'm like, look, I don't. I mean, you've probably gotten this. You know, we smell good, but we're not you know, the most brightest group. So just just write down really simple what you
0: think we should be doing. She grabs the pen and the journal and sits there scribbling for just a second. She hands it back to you. It says, Go kill the Ashbound. Go kill everyone in Rodenkirk. Now this is action. No
4: why
1: why would we do that? I don't want to go kill a bunch of people. I don't understand what this is supposed to achieve.
2: But uh. I
3: mean, yeah, this isn't
2: if Bogart's correct about the people in Wodenkirk, then they're already dead. There's something very, very bad going on that there. Magic. Bogart's information isn't total trash.
0: She looks at Sariel and says, see, the elf knows it. So do you
5: have more information you can tell us that will help? Me? Yeah. I'm sure I do, but it's more information than you need.
1: Uh, I, can you that you just doesn't matter.
0: You, can you just get your bodyguard out here so we can fight him and then fight you? Whoa! Mm, careful. I could, <laughs> but then I'd have to leave the inn, and I like this broom. I've got all my stuff in here. Gees just like wobbles his head and throws his hands up, like, "All right, I don't know, whatever." Everybody, roll
5: perception, by the way. Gis just echoing the reaction he had to Kui when he when he left the ballroom. When <laughs> he's just like, "I'm so confused. I don't know." Okay.
3: Galena rolled a twenty-four.
4: Gis rolled a nine.
3: Sorry, I rolled a fifteen.
4: Oh dear God. Sten rolled a nine.
3: Eden
1: rolled a four. Not very but- perceptive today.
0: So both Sariel and Galena look at the wall across from the young girl sitting on her her bed, looking judgmentally at you guys, and the wood wavers ever so slightly. Whoa.
3: Mm, Is your bodyguard, where is your bodyguard? Did you say?
0: Uh, She did not say. Are you asking her? Yeah. He's here.
3: Oh, yeah. Is he hard to see?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Can you see him?
3: Galena wants to go over and touch the wall behind her.
0: Okay, you want to touch the warbly part?
3: Yep, I do that.
0: You do that, huh? A man in heavy armor with a broadsword looks down at you with an oni mask.
3: Oh my.
0: You just poked his leg. He's, <gasps> very, he's very tall.
3: Oops. Hi.
0: He looks over at the young woman on the bed and then back to you. It is not a problem.
1: Uh, hey, by the way, miss, what, what's your name?
0: My name is Sasan. Sasan. Mhm. Sasan right. what of the everlasting empress?
1: They don't have yep. last names. Mm.
5: Is that good enough for you? That's fine and he just writes it down under where her girly handwriting was in his notebook.
0: As you start to write it, she like looks over kind of interested and says, uh you 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 can write Maltish. M A L T U S H. Yes. Mhm. Was wait, sorry, Sasan or Maltish? No, that's that's that, that's my that's my puppy's name. She looks, like, weirdly proud of herself. Good old pap-pap.
3: Is your dad different than Cleese? Mm-hmm. hmm
5: Is this right. some teenager stuff, or is this some... I don't even... Oh All right, I'm going to be outside. I'm getting confused. Bye.
0: <laughs> Geesh leaves the room. Do you go out into the main hall, or do you uh, just stay near the door? I'm going to just hang near the door. Okay. Since then, too, we'll join Geesh.
4: If nothing else, in case he needs to lift him up again. hmm mm mm-hmm.
3: Galena looks at Sasan and says... Is there any way we can contact you if we need any more questions answered?
0: Hmm. Can you get a piece of paper out from the desk?
3: Kalenda sort of looks at her like, uh, okay, because she has legs. She could get it herself, but then she just sort of shrugs and gets it.
0: She sits up on her knees on the bed, plants the paper before her, and just plants her hands at the top, pulls them down across the paper, and on it you can see a bunch of runes and stuff just all the way to the paper's edge on both sides. And she says, if you need to talk to me, say my name, and I'll hear whatever you think next.
3: Oh, oh um, how do we turn that off? Because <laughs> we're done.
0: It only lasts for a few words, so make your thoughts important.
3: Okay, so we're not giving it to Sten. Um, (laughs) um, um, Okay, and this only works once?
0: Yeah, it'll burn up. So I don't want you calling me all the time. Ew.
3: Yeah, ew, people. I can't tell if I love her or hate her. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Same. Um, I feel like Galena is relating to her a little bit just because of her age and mommy problems. She she nods and then she thinks to herself like I really hope none of us say her name on accident.
0: <laughs> well, you have to well just so you know you have to be like holding the scroll open in front of you and say the name at it. It's not just like in your backpack explodes into flame and gets Gouza's thoughts.
1: <laughs> okay. Ah, ah, oh, I w- oh let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get no. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs>
2: Does will need to be the one that holds the scroll?
3: I think so.
0: <laughs> Sariel grabs the scroll from her and stuffs it away.
3: Okay, um, I think that, okay, cool. We'll just maybe see you in the future. No promises on us killing everyone. We're gonna try to stop the war, but yeah.
0: I'm just hedging my bets, you know? I can either screw up Kui, or I can screw up Nisei. So, who knows? Nisei? Nisei.
3: Nisei. Who is that?
0: She's my bratty little sister.
3: Oh, hmm. Okay. I've never had siblings, so I don't really understand this, but I hope that whatever happens will be for the best and that not a lot of people will die anyway. Bye. Sosan.
0: I'm sure less people will die if you do this. Okay. (laughs) Also, if you want to meet my sister or my dad, they're across town. They're in the Gilded Sage, but just remember, my sister probably wants you all dead. So she shrugs.
3: Is this Nisa? Yeah. But your dad seems cool.
0: Oh, my dad's the best.
3: Okay, well, I guess if we're curious about anything, we could talk to him if we wanted. To.
0: She nods and then picks up a book and starts reading it.
3: <laughs> Galena just walks out. She knows that cue, but for her, it's usually when she picks up her lute and starts playing it.
0: Hmm mm-hmm. Eden, sorry. any parting words, questions?
1: What
3: is going on? <laughs> Galena just pulls, pulls Edith <laughs> along behind her.
0: Uh, do we want to break this down out of character for Molly or are you just yes. making fun? No,
3: no, I really am. <laughs> I,
0: I legit you want know, to know.
1: You know how stupid I am. You know how confused <laughs> I got the last time we did political intrigue.
4: Yeah, I play a dumb character because it's much, much easier for me to do
0: that because I'm dumb. Do any of the characters want to take a stab at what's going on? Gij can attempt and I think Sara will be able to fill in the rest, right?
2: Possibly. I think we... I've I've broken it down as neatly as I'm able to.
5: So when Eden is shouting, What's going on? and she sees Galena like dragging her out the door, Gij will go, Okay, so from what I do understand, those agreements are impossible because the two parties involved have no control over the people that they want under control. If anything, the best that'll come of it is Basically, it's like offering those 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 smaller groups They have no control over for sacrifice, but they don't have any authority anyway. What that means for us, now that this thing is broken, people back home know that we've read it, and we don't know how to stop this war. Because we had a solution, but apparently it's not one. So I don't know what that means for us. And they looked at Sariel, thinking maybe she knows things.
1: Do you think someone's going to come looking for us? Like chasing after us?
5: Very probably likely.
1: Should we run? fast
5: that's why i was trying to take a look at it uh
0: sorry what what, what do you understand of it
1: no that that about sums it up
0: both well all of you understand that the document isn't invalid it's just suspicious right so it's not like you can't do the original mission it's just they're gonna be like uh why did you do this and if you have a good reason they might be like okay and then they'll sign it
1: Maybe we could just say, "Oh, we were just dying of curiosity." Um, Pro- probably not that one. We, we, <laughs> slipped,
0: we
5: slipped and <laughs> fell and
4: accidentally opened it. That'll work. See, but the part I don't get is the go kill the ashbound part.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: like,
5: well, I mean, that's why I was asking Sariel because Sariel knows those things and I don't don't know those things.
2: I would probably have to get back in touch with with the Druid Circle to figure out
1: more information on how we would go about that.
0: Sorry, I'll roll a history real quick.
1: I guess the other thing that I'm still confused about is what Kui and the Avsal are supposed to be gaining from this, unless they're hoping that we just finish each other off.
2: Oh, land. The Avsal has always been a little bit um, expansive as far as their borders, but it's always been done legally. This would give them a legal route to continue to do that.
1: Oh, right. Eden is supposed to know that. She actually went to college in the offsell empire whoops so yeah i totally know what's going on
0: totally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep yep yep
1: you'll rolled a 22 for history
0: Sorry, you know that the last three elven ashboundy groups that you have dealt with yanni who was a were creature the dusky death and the matron Edercap, were all ancient ashbound who were ostensibly sealed away so, like, the most horrible Voldemort-esque prisoners you could possibly get. And all of a sudden, all three of them are out at the same time. When you left, they were all supposedly still in their prisons, you know, of, of your
2: Right, right. Wisteria touched on this briefly.
0: So you know that there are two more oh, these snap. bad dudes out there. These creatures, these old spirits of malign intent, are known as the Feasting Crow. And the stag of life. So is Sariel gonna tell us this or is she gonna keep this like quiet as usual? Maybe
2: no, no, this'll uh this will be shared.
0: Oh, and one yeah. more thing is one of them was definitely named the curse of the moon. And so though you killed Yanni, that spirit might still be around.
2: That's right. I'm like literally trying to take notes here. Um
5: <laughs>
2: so Sariel, Sariel would would relate that. She would uh oh gosh.
5: So are you saying that we have to go stab the moon?
2: Mm, no, maybe.
0: The curse of the moon is lycanthropy.
2: So there are a couple old Ashbound, like very, very powerful spirits that were sealed. And the last three major fights we've had have been these creatures that are almost mythological. The thing is that there are two more. And James, I I didn't take my notes quickly enough. It was the feasting crow and the stag.
0: The stag of life.
2: The stag of life. So if we want to defeat the Ashbound, we're probably going to have to come up against those.
4: Whoa! It's all connected. I didn't even realize that. At the end, are we going to have to fight all five of them at the same time? No, this is not but, a Mega Man game.
1: But That'd why so... would we want to murder everybody?
4: Geese makes a
5: face at Sariel and shakes his head. He says, "This is why I ask people to tell me what they know, what they can do."
1: It wasn't It
2: wasn't relevant at the time.
5: But, but you're the one also, with the blindfold. Also... <laughs> yeah, because I have brain problems. You guys have seen this. Not really keeping it a secret.
2: Also, I didn't realize it at the time, but now kind of seeing what's going on, we defeated Yanni. We defeated Yanni's physical form, but like uh, with the matron, Ettercap, and the dusky death, we might not have necessarily actually defeated what was potentially possessing her.
4: Well, we'll kill it later. Ah, wait, but with the with the dusky death, we did, right? We think. Yeah. Pretty we pretty
2: it. sure we, we killed that one pretty good. We ah. killed the face pretty hard. So we-
4: we're at least going to fight four of them at the same time, is what you're saying, conceivably. Oh, I don't know. yes. There's going to be a boss fight. It's going to be, yeah, no, this is good. I mean, I'm going to find some I mean, rad music.
5: Okay, so does everyone understand now?
2: No. I don't know if it's related, but the fact, again, and this is just based on Bogart's info, but if there's necromancy going on in, uh, oh my gosh, Wodenkirk. Today, in Wodenkirk, that might also be tied into the ashbound Necromancy's sort of a perversion of nature
5: so the ashbound isn't like a cool secret elfin people club it's like a bad dude's evil magic club
2: they're basically renegades like you don't really join the ashbound you're sort of labeled as ashbound after you go way too far wasn't your friend alana
5: ashbound eden
2: no no, um. Alana was of my circle.
5: Oh my god, you crazy elf people. Why can't you just be open with your information? Okay, whatever. Woden Creek apparently is filled with like zombies because a necromancer revived everyone. So if once we kill the necromancer, we'll all end up killing the zombies.
4: Wait, is the necromancer one of the five things? Like a stag? What was the other one? Stag of life, maybe. Stag of life, like a corrupted stag What's... of life.
1: Oh boy. Well, I, I mean, they are the ones attacking us. And if we don't do anything, then we're going to end up going to war.
4: Well, wait, can't I'll- we just tell the people? Wait, so are there like insiders in Vlowvale and Obelik who are making it hard for us to just go to them and be like, yo, dudes, there's some stuff going down. Uh, you should definitely not kill each other. And instead, go kill these guys Well, and give us money and then we'll leave. Well, no, it's
5: the problem is. what Kui drafted is like, you have to take care of these people, this third party. If not, we go to war. And they can't take care of that third party. So we have to do it to prevent the war. Wait, can
4: they at least help? Probably. Let's go talk to... Maybe. Maybe they'll make us murder hobo, as you say. But it feels like we could at least continue talking to the people we were originally going to talk to, right?
2: Oh, yeah. We definitely need more information.
4: Yes, okay, okay. Okay, so as we
5: leave the inn, Geese sees Eden still kind of reeling from it, and he pats her on the shoulder, and he says, yeah... That's that. I feel that every day. That's why you just only attack the people who want you dead. It's a lot easier that way. And like karmically, you feel better. I feel I hope, similarly.
1: I really hope these people want us dead then in that case. Us specifically.
5: Right? And then you don't have to feel really terrible that you killed them because they wanted to kill you. If they don't know what you did to their buddies already.
4: <laughs> I Uh, was thinking, like, it was way easier when I was focused primarily on delivering cheese. Life was way easier as a longshoreman. That was, like, five
0: days ago, apparently. And now, we're killing everything in sight. I got 400 gold in my pocket. I don't know if you've uh, caught on, but maybe these ladies with the horns aren't, like, entirely upfront about everything. No.
5: (laughs) No way. (laughs) Okay. Well, her dad and her sister are across town. I, I barely have it within me to tolerate one of these in a day. Do you guys want to go over there and see them? Otherwise, I think I might go to the temple.
4: But what are you going to the temple for? To pray. Okay. I thought okay.
1: praying wasn't your thing. Now, all of a sudden, you're praying all the time.
0: Um, he, lives, he lives a life of danger. <laughs> he wants to make sure his soul is safe. I don't so much believe in
5: these gods as much as I believe in their results. You know, it's kind of like the constabulary. You don't think they're always going to be there to help you, but sometimes they do. So you're going to try anyway and call them
0: for help. So as you step out of this inn and Gish starts angling to go towards the temple, you see a beggar next to the door who has appeared there since you came in a little earlier. He jangles his cup at you guys. Does anybody throw anything in there?
1: I'll throw in... Wait, one gold is worth a lot, right?
0: It's a hundred. Yep.
1: I'll throw in a gold piece.
0: Wait, where's, where is where's this guy located? Sorry. He is just outside the door. The door of the of the blade, the inn we were at. There appears uh, to be a guard like across the way sort of angling in to toss him out of the square. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw him a gold too. Flush with uh, cash that I am.
6: I'm going to
5: I'm going to roll a perception to see if he's a patsy or a stooge. Roll the okay. 12 in perception.
0: Geige leans over and looks at the man's face which is cowled and hidden. From underneath it, you can see his eyes open, and two wooden orbs are there where eyes should be. Hmm. As you look closely, they are carved intricately. They even have little, like, blood veins carved into them. And he looks at you and says, You can see! Can you see?
5: Yeah, most of the time. More than I want to
0: see. You should close your eyes. Close them and never open them again.
5: No, that doesn't help very
0: much. (laughs) do you have any dream i have many dreams yeah can i have one just just one just a bite
4: i regret giving this guy
5: <laughs> money. um i don't know if like you can have a bite if you pop the
0: button one like i'm totally down for that
2: i'm pretty sure our pet spider eats all our dreams
0: no are you not the bad dreams only the good dreams just just give me the good dreams dude just, I to- we quit while you're ahead man i just gave you like a gold His, like, wooden orb eyes roll down into his cup, and he says, Ah! I can buy them with this! He stands up and sprints away, sort of wobbly, bumping into a couple of walls. The guard looks at you guys disapprovingly before sauntering off the other direction. I know how he feels. It's insane how crazy my life has gotten since I met you people.
5: (laughs) Well, you're welcome.
4: Okay, so what are you guys doing? Sten's awkwardly going to accompany Gij to the temple, hesitantly and hanging back slightly.
1: Maybe we could pray to Paylor because he help, certainly helped us out that one time. That yeah, was pretty they, useful.
0: Yeah. So is Eden joining you?
1: Yes, Eden is joining them.
0: Okay. Glenna, Sariel, you want sure. to go into this ornate place of worship? Okay. Oh man, it's going to get weird. Is Sariel coming along?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm legit thinking about it.
0: You should come along. It's going to get weird. All right,
2: <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll come along for the weird.
0: Okay, you guys approach the large doors of the temple. In front of them stands a young chiseled chin paladin of Pelor. He looks down at you and says, all are welcome in the temple, and opens the door for you. Hey, thanks. He nods. Inside, you see just the most opulent carvings you can possibly think of. The pews are all individualized with what you think might just be stories carved into them, like where your feet should be. It's just way overdone. There
4: are stories where my
0: feet should be! <laughs> where your feet would rest. But other than that, you see nooks carved into the side with ornate statues of the various good gods, as well as Moradin and Palor, prominently portrayed at the front.
4: Looking around at this, uh, have, have they upped their game, so to speak? Is this, like,
0: particularly impressive... This is just obscene. It must have taken so many man hours to do this. Oh, so they have upped their game significantly. Mm-hmm. All right. All right.
2: The whole town kind of seems like that. We should probably corner someone and ask them about it later.
4: Yeah. Something's up. So James,
5: are my are my favorite three here? Which ones are those again? That'd be Bahamut, Pylor, and Vecna. I know Vecna's maybe not here.
0: All of the gods are portrayed here. There is an empty pedestal. Yeah. I know that, that you one. Know is, that you know uh, is... Left empty because she is not here. That's my
5: girl. I mean, well, dude, I mean, it's kind of unclear with that, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I'm going to go. And it's is the sun still up. Yeah, it's, it's afternoon. Nice.
0: Going to go to a, a, a prayer into Paylor. Okay. Giege hurries off to the pews right in front of Paylor's disapproving visage. What do the rest of you do as you stand huddled in the echoing halls?
3: Galena plays her lute.
0: Immediately, three Can priests descend upon you. Shh! You must not play music in these hallowed halls. You troublemaker. <laughs>
3: go in the leaves.
0: What's the
4: point?
3: Yeah, this is how I express worship.
5: Well, out of character, isn't there like a god of music, James?
4: Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. There you go, Galena. Sten's gonna kind of try to make himself inconspicuous and see if he sees anyone he knows.
0: Okay, roll a perception real quick as priests are constantly sort of streaming by. About half have the symbol of the Anvil and Sun on them, as opposed to just the pure Paylor symbol. Oh, so does the temple itself have the Anvil and Sun on it? Or is it just the uh it is it is just happening everywhere among the like little filigree, but on the actual places that are prominent, it's just the sun. Oh, interesting. Uh them in eight, depressing. You feel a presence at your side as a man says, You're the last person I expected to see here. Who is this person speaking to me as I turn and look at them? You look around and see the square, bald, wrinkled face of Faust Atno. Oh, good. He, he smiles sagely down at you. He somehow is still just like an inch taller. Really? Yep, he's a very tall uh, man. What is the honorific? for? But Just like father or, or what? Uh, if you wanted to insult him, you would address him as an equal and call him stone brother. Or if you... We're being honorific, you'd say, call him Stonefather. I think I am being reflexively honorific, because I am sort of frightened by his presence. Just say, Stonefather. Have you been honoring our name throughout wherever you have wandered off to? I don't think you should pretend you care. Oh, but I of think so. course I care. I care for all of the children we bring in. And you had so much promise. Don't. Just stop. <clears throat> Enough. <laughs> well, are you looking for work? We have quite a bit in the city. No, I'm not
4: looking for work. I've got a good thing going. I've got oh. friends, and we do things that are very important, and you don't even know about them.
1: We don't know him. Oh! His-
4: <laughs> I'm,
0: kidding. I'm kidding.
1: I wouldn't, Eden would not say that.
0: You guys all see this happening, as Stan was not super far away from you. But Faust's eyes glance up to your sword, and he looks very disapproving. and says, it seems you've regressed back to your... <sighs> More basic ways.
4: Yes, and it looks like you guys have really outdone yourselves here. Yes, really building
0: important works. Indeed, the city was falling apart before we came, and now new structures everywhere you can see. Structures built to last. Not made out of wood, I suppose. Oh, we have use of carpenters. We would be glad to return you to the fold if you were to pay your tithe. Oh, for would you stop? I'm not returning to the fold. Very well. It may not be as good as it used to be for our image anyway.
4: And now we come to it. Well, at least you're honest now. Well, I figure you're not a child anymore. No, no, I'm not. So what are you doing here? How many cities are you guys in now? Oh, we spread from the north of Umbria, and this is about as far south as we have a strong followership. I noticed your symbol seems a little more subtle here.
0: Why isn't it plastered all over the front of this temple? Oh, you know, some feel that we've placed too much of an emphasis on... Morden's values, but I don't believe I have time to spend speaking with you all day. I have very important things to attend to.
4: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure
0: you do, Stonefather. Go with Paylor, and he turns and clip-clops down the hall as his hard-heeled shoes hits the stone. F-ing guy,
4: what?
1: What's I mean,
4: that. Oh, uh, I kind of grew up in this temp- not this temple, but this uh, this order. I didn't have a good experience with that particular man.
1: Tell me more. Perhaps later. Aw, everyone wants to be so mysterious all the time. Telling uh, these interesting stories and in little segments and then just leaving me dangling.
4: Well, at least let me not be in the temple itself while people can hear me.
1: Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Also, I still need to attempt to pray to Paylor.
4: Yeah, there's
0: that. <laughs> so Eden is attempting to pray to Paylor with Gij. What sorry yes. up to? As she no doubt caught most of that conversation.
2: Sariel so kind of filed filed that away to uh, ask Sten about later. Um, Sariel would like to do a prayer to Saloon, but like, would that be appropriate since it's sort of the middle of the day or late in the day?
0: It would not be inappropriate.
2: Wouldn't Melora be your gal? Melora or, or I own, but I uh, is concerned with, with the safety of travels travelers and holding evil at bay and considering uh... the conversation that we just had about the Ashbound. Sorry, I could use some reassurance about holding the evil at bay.
0: Indeed. Right. she Saloon is the literal light and the darkness as she represents the moon. So, Gish and Eden, you head up to the giant, stern-faced Palor. He looms over you, sort of oppressively.
1: Ooh. Oh, great, Palor. If you could do us a favor... And show us literally exactly what to do, like you did that one time with Avery. That would be <laughs> that would be really awesome. Amen.
0: Blah. <laughs> Light streams down. <laughs> the trumpets play. No. Uh, so, Geish, what are you saying?
5: I'll say that, but something to the effect of, "Oh, Paylor, please guide us with your incandescence onto a path, so that." We we can find our way into your light and warmth.
0: And I'll roll a religion. Okay, Eden too. And Sariel, you hit up the cowled figure that has a relief of the moon behind it.
2: Sariel just asks for, for safe travels and for help in, uh, in the fights that she knows are coming.
0: Okay, roll it too. What did you guys get for your paler bothering? Giege rolled a 19.
1: Eden rolled a 17.
0: So clearly, you said what you guys said in a much more respectful manner. <laughs> I was pretty respectful. Yeah,
1: Geige was was super respectful.
0: <laughs> True. The large stained glass windows, just the light bending through them, shifts slightly, alerting you to something behind you.
1: Turn around.
0: And for sorry, Al, what did you roll?
6: Oh, <laughs> critically. <day. laughs> <I'm>
0: sorry, Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, that was too good. Twenty-two in religion.
5: Hold on, let's let's tell our listeners really quick why why you guys
4: laughed. <laughs> well, we I, have I, a, I,
1: a chat going in, in roll 20. twenty.
4: Yeah, I responded to the criti- the natural twenty in religion with "Oh shit, critical faith."
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. El. Um, you crit on this prayer, and the light of the afternoon streaming in through the window that previously felt hot and a little muggy, is now cool, and just because your eyes are closed during this prayer feels like the moonlight and a midnight breeze coming by you. You feel as though Saloon has her eyes firmly fixed upon you and that surely nothing bad could befall you. As for Giege and Eden, you guys turn around to the something that is just glinting in the corner of your eye and see a gangly young man walk into the, the vestibule holding a giant backpack with many pots and pans and scrolls attached to it. He is holding a strange instrument in his right hand and a map in his left, and he's looking between them back and forth, a pen between his teeth, which he takes out and scrabbles a little, another thing on the, on the map before a cleric of Palor shuffles up to him and shooes him out under protest you hear them say stop coming in here get out Shoo. that's the guy who was all weird and close to cereal earlier right that he's looking at her yes right on right and, on and we will cut for the evening With that? Our heroes find themselves in Hamel's crossroad, with the revelation that their simple mission of peace is in fact a farce. But many questions still remain. Will Giege ever run into a child he can tolerate? Will Eden get a grasp on the perilous political plots pestering our party? Will Sariel's critical faith with Saloon get her free box of moon pies? Who is that judgmental jerk from Sten's past? And will Galena befriend Hassan and gossip with her about boys, music, and fashion? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes.
5: What is what are Sassoon and in Kui? What are their people? What are they? What 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 is their species?
0: They are half hobgoblin. Well three-quarter hobgoblin and one quarter god. Yeah, they suck. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs>